I was nearly going to say evening, but I'm actually going to say afternoon because it is an afternoon recording. <laughs> Episode 88, two men's four chatting, and we have another bumper seven clan signings to discuss since we last recorded. Um, so really, the, the the team's starting to shape up. Fifteen players, I think we've got now. Um, but yes, a, a mix of familiar and new faces coming in. But uh, things really starting to pick up now with clan and the league. Mm. You said uh, fifteen new signings. That's you know we're kind of almost there now at that point, which is. Incredible, actually, thinking about it. From the time that Malcolm Cameron's coming in to now, it's been a whirlwind, really. Yeah, it's been it's been quite fast, especially given that we are not starting until November. Um, but I wasn't expecting it to be honest. I was I was thinking that we were maybe going to sort of drag it out over over two or three months, but it's been fairly rapid. Yeah, and they they probably also have some kind of. I would imagine there's maybe the same registration type deadline as the other teams have to meet. Mm, yeah. Possibly that we have to get everyone signed, whether or not they're over here by then. I doubt that, but um, you know, a, a lot of the other teams are a bit ahead, some are behind, but all sort of picking up now. Um, but yeah, it's been fast and good. It's. Not that I didn't think it was going to go ahead, but we've we've committed now, so it's to, we can't we can't go back oh, no. this time. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, f- fifteen players we've got now. Uh, we've got two goaltenders, four defensemen, and nine forwards. Which, to be fair, we ended up with that amount of players for most of the games last season. At, w- <laughs> at one point. Uh, but the the first guy since since we last recorded to come in was a uh, Colton Yellowhorn, and there were a few rumours flying about before that announcement was made. I think he was possibly announced by his agency before the club actually confirmed it. Um, but uh, an exciting signing. I don't. I've got a vague memory that he possibly has been linked with the club before, or maybe the league. Um, but anyway, he comes in with a lot of experience, um, scored a lot of points and played at some some really top teams. Yeah, it looks to be a really a really good signing. Um, Thirty four years old now. Um, five nine left winger. Um, I did my usual. I went and looked at some highlights, some good good prep for yeah for this for once. Um, so he's obviously quite small, but he's quite a quick player, quite stocky, um, a good two way player. His highlights look good actually. I think he protects the puck quite well, breaks up play. He's quick on the break as well, and sort of looks very good one on one as well. Um, he's got a, a laser shot. I think I would say I don't know if it's quite I don't know if it's what Malcolm Cameron would term an NHL shot, but um, he's used it enough, really, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think 
the other thing as well is like his his teammates all seem to like him as well, which is quite good. Um, hopefully he's a, a a positive influence in the in the locker room. Um, he's got a quick sort of change of pace as well, and kind of always seems to get to get open. So in a way, he's kind of like Brendan Connolly, but minus the penalty minutes. Yeah, a, a good Hopefully. way to put it, I think. A good way to put it. Um, your descriptions there were good. I think he's. I think he is a, a skillful looking player as well. I've seen a few highlights. You probably did of various penalty shots he's taken. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice tricks and stuff there. Um, but yeah, a, a high level. I think he played in the Champions Hockey League as well when he was in Austria. Um, but pretty consistent with his points. Um, and a guy who, obviously, where he was brought up in Canada, was his interview, he implied that, you know, sport was was the main way for him to uh, explore the world and, and get opportunities. It wasn't so much an education side of things. So, mm. yeah, he, he seems quite a... Although he looks funny, like <laughs> almost looks as though he, he could be a joker. He, he came across quite seriously, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And again, he's at a, an experienced stage. I just, I just think he'll be, he'll be really impressive. I think he'll be possibly our top line winger. I think it's hard to see him being moved down the lineup. I think he'll be kind of relied upon to get goals and assists. Um Yeah, that's kinda of just just general point production. And mm. it's a sort of theme that I think we'll mention as we go through a lot of these signings. Um you know that there's a lot of offensive guys at the moment and but I think he's gonna be he's gonna be relied upon to be the top top guy. In my opinion, until we get, you know, the full lineup revealed. Yeah, I would agree with that. That was kind of another point that I'd made. Um, probably going to have to rely on him. I think, um, you know, we have signed guys like Colin Campbell, who has put up numbers in the past, and you know, could be that we may actually look to him again for that this season. But um, yeah, he seems like. He seems like he can be relied on as well for that, I think. Um, and, you know, he's got that kind of extensive CV he's been about uh, and he's done it everywhere he's went. So um looks to be a, a cracker. Yeah, you can see in, um, you know, recently in Graz, 58 points in 51 games. Um, and even at not quite as high a level, um, but still... Still good hockey, thir- 30 games, 45 points um, in one part of the the split season. I think maybe that team moved leagues, I'm assuming, based on uh, COVID in Romania. And then another 20 points. So a lot of assists, a lot of goals. And I think, um, you know, if we if we get him paired with the right, the right other forwards, then he's going to be he's going to be a good a good signing for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's as it an exciting, it's an exciting signing. So, um, in a way, it's kind of 
I've been quite impressed so far with the kind of standard of players that we're getting in. Um, just sort of given the, the kind of budget restraints and that kind of thing, but it's good to see that we, that we can still attract um, players like this to the club. Yeah, I would say generally it's been a, a higher calibre to compared to what I thought it might have been. Um, yeah. And that's that's only a good thing, really. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing him. Next was, I mean, let's be honest, probably not as exciting. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but a familiar face, That's a, a, I mean that with uh, all due respect, Jordan Buesa being announced back at the club. Um, he was with us a few seasons ago before moving to Fife and then had a period in Spain of all places last year. Uh, but I, I'm going to look at all of these signings and try and get the positives out of them. I think we're going to get a more experienced player. Uh, definitely one who's bigger and more adjusted to the physical side. Um, and somebody who I think was quite well liked in Fife. Uh, sort of put himself about and got in people's faces. And for the role he's probably still going to be playing with us. That's the sort of thing we'd expect. Um, you kind of got to look at the, the young Brits that were bringing in in comparison with the likes of uh, Howlett and, and Musil. And I think Buesa will, will do all right. He doesn't, I don't think he's going to come in and surprise us in many ways, but I think his experience will have done him well. And um, hopefully we're getting a an improved player. I know we will be, but that's the hope. Yeah, I think that's a good point that you you raised about him in Fife. He was that kind of that kind of in your face type of player. He, he definitely put himself about, and I think that's you know again something that that Malcolm Cameron's looking for in this team. So, and also he like he likes to um, to work with younger players. So. It seems like a good fit. I think he's um, kind of looking at the stats as well. I think he's actually our um, tallest but also heaviest forward, which if you'd said that that's three a great, seasons ago. That's a great stat, yeah. If you said that three years ago, uh, I would have I would have laughed at probably the state of the rest of our team. But it just shows you, like, he's, he is 21 now and he, you know, He's had a few seasons in the league and he's um it was good for him, I think, as well, to be able to to play last year, um, when everything was was down. So uh that's good to see. I think he's um I don't think he was maybe given a proper crack of the whip first time round. Um looking forward to to seeing a, a, a hungry Jordan Boesser. Uh, at the club, and maybe he'll actually get get his first goal this time. Do you remember that that game he, where he was announced? Yeah, where he was he was announced as scorer, but didn't score. No, he was sitting on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> so maybe he'll score this time. Yeah, well, he, he scored um, a few goals for Fife. Um, yeah, so he, he's certainly capable. I don't I don't think he'll be that hungry given how much time he's had working with. SP Fish over his 
Robin and Trin. Um, nah, but in all seriousness, I think, yeah. It's interesting. It's a kind of shite point, this, but um, his time in Spain, he, he played six games and he got 32 penalty minutes, which I think is just an indication of the difference in league yeah. styles. I can imagine exactly. I think he alluded to it in his interview about what the Spanish style of hockey is mm-hmm. um, and trying to adjust to that. Just getting <laughs> a load of penalty minutes in only a few games. Uh, but yeah, being a, being our biggest and heaviest forward at this point is interesting. Given some of the size we've got in defence, we're maybe uh, looking to recruit our smallest forward line. <laughs> um, in a few years but yeah again being positive I think I think he'll be I think he'll be alright um, I don't see him getting again loads of minutes but a theme that, is, that has cropped up in quite a lot of this is that Malcolm Cameron seems to like developing players mm-hmm. it's been mentioned uh, with a few of the younger guys that will come to but you know so it, it wouldn't surprise me in a way that he did get more minutes than maybe we we expected and and they sort of rise to that occasion but we'll we'll wait and see i guess yeah wait and see good uh a good addition anyway i think um but yeah we'll see what happens yeah uh, next up was a guy who certainly is not lacking any size hey <laughs> uh, cody Sol. i thought you were going to use that a Buesa sort of fish pun to sort of go into Cody Sol. <laughs> Cody Sol, I should have said, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I've missed that. Uh, Sorry, we so, can sort that out. We can go back. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit it and I'll, I'll put in a, a decent joke. Hey, uh, but six foot six defenseman, two, three, one pounds left handed. Uh, things that stand out are a huge amount of experience in the East Coast League a lot of penalty minutes but it it's hard to say that what kind of penalty minutes they are um, but if if we know that he can, he can get the right kind of good penalties if you know what I mean then yeah. you know that's that's the big thing. But a guy who the quote from Malcolm Cameron was plays a lot of minutes um and has a good a good defensive stick, which I guess you would hope somebody with that kind of reach. Uh, but again the the size is an imposing guy. I think he's gonna be relied upon to be a, a bit of a a minute muncher. <laughs> just, made up, just made up a phrase there, but that is excellent. I, like I think I think he'll be on the ice a lot, um, and I, I hope he's I hope he's quite mobile. I can't remember what what was said about him, but I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be I think he'll be fine. The penalty minutes is is a bit worrying, but as I said, it might be he might be more sensible than that's implying. Yeah. I think he's he, I don't know is he our biggest player that we've had? I think we looked he, this up before, but I think I think he is. 
probably okay. joint. I think he's actually, um, again, doing some highlight research. Not really much that I could find other than fights on YouTube. Um, but, you know, he has that kind of big, strong presence on the ice. And I think he, he looks pretty mobile, actually, for the size of guy that he is. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, he was one that Malcolm Cameron said had, um, you know, a, a NHL shot. And I think he, that does kind of come through in the highlights as well. Um, the players seem to kind of bounce off him. He has that kind of strong physical uh, and as you said as well, he's experienced. So um, it's about it's about knowing uh, when to keep the heat, really. Um, he has had big penalty minute seasons, but others he's not had as much. So I'm hoping it's kind of more of the latter. But um, yeah, I think he needs to be clever about it as well. He needs to be smart. And um, that's where you could see you know, the kind of difference between a Cody Soul and a London Springer for me. He's he's going to have to be smart with some of the refs in this league. That's yeah, sure. yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's another point, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it, having that presence in a team is definitely a good thing. We've, we've seen in the past where, um, you know, opposition teams were not scared, scared's not quite the right word, but you know that there's somebody that's obviously gonna gonna stand up for players. As we've said, we've not got the tallest of forward lineups as yet. Um so certainly you don't want guys getting bullied. Um mm. and he and he's gonna stand up for them. Uh, and and if he does if he is relied on for, for loads of minutes, then that's fine. He's he's gonna have to learn. And be smart, as you say. Uh, he is indeed the fifth tallest player in the league at the moment. Uh, Only fifth tallest. Wow. Fifth tallest. He's six centimeters shorter than Taylor Doherty, who mm. is six eight, signed for Nottingham. Uh, but I mean that that size, that size, a guy on skates. I don't think we'll miss him. So we'll know if he's if he's playing a lot of minutes, um, and yeah, a big big shot, big presence. I think it's it's quite exciting in a way to have someone like that, um, and and he'll get involved in a few fights as well, which is fine. But mm. overall, yeah, I'm quite impressed to be honest. I think as long as he keeps his hair short and doesn't grow that beard too long. Oh really? That's no, I, I actually I prefer that. I prefer that in a hockey player. You want to look as menacing as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, okay, that's fine. Well, well, I preferred his. I preferred his, his look in the interview. I, th- I thought he looked. I thought he looked spot on there. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how he looks when he comes over. I, I'll decide what I think about him once he starts playing. And then I'll maybe retract those comments. <laughs> yeah, true. I think I think just to kind of finish off on Cody, so I think uh, the point that you'd made as well about we've had guys like this before, um, and I think it has worked in the past. You've seen teams with Fitzy and, and Frank in it, and 
um, you know, the, those seasons where we had those players were arguably our better seasons. So um, we know that there is a role for that that type of player. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Hoping he can, he knows when to drop the gloves and that kind of thing. Um, so it doesn't really have too much enough of an effect on the team as a whole. Yeah, because other teams will be will target them probably. Yeah, get certain uh, forwards in the league who will know how to wind them up and stuff. So mm. it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he copes with that. But but I think at the moment, you know, let's say. Uh, Give him that chance, and he could be he could be the new Nate McKeever. Probably. <laughs> got I was to, actually got to got to try and compare these guys before you've even seen them. Otherwise, what's the fun? It's funny because I was thinking the I was thinking the next guy would be more in that mold, but we can. Yeah, I know. No, absolutely. I actually had had that written down. I, I think the next guy. Um, could be could be a bit of a standout, Miko Vainanen, who is a 27-year-old defenseman, six-three left-handed shot again, uh, very very extensive top-level experience. You have to say, still fairly young. Um, Good uh, size. He's no finish. He's twice skated. Definitely not. Um, he played top level in Finland, Germany, uh, Austria, Italy, and I think he is going to be our our top defenseman. To be honest, I'm I'm impressed by the looks of him. Good signing. A. Uh, Kinda, kinda surprised we managed to get a guy this, this kind of standard. But then, I've said that now, he might come in and be a complete flop. But I think it, it's hard for somebody who's played at that sort of level to be bad. And I'm, mm. I'm excited, really excited to see him. Yeah, plus the age factor as well. He's kind of entering the prime of his career, so hopefully we're getting him at his, at his best. Um, yeah, as you said, he's played top leagues in, in Finland and in Germany in particular, which you know, are probably a, a step above um our league as well. So I think I don't I think he'll be absolutely fine in this league. I think um I don't think he'll have any problems whatsoever. I think I'd i seen like a video uh not really of him but like it's a coach like a kinda European coach trying to explain what kind of player he was. He was just saying like he was um, a, well, a very good skater for a big guy. Um, I, don't, I couldn't really make out the rest of it because his English wasn't that great. So it's just... I thought you were going to say because my Finnish isn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which would have been impressive if you translated the first bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't do that. Um, it was... It was drafted, I think. Um, it's an entry level draft um, by Nashville, twenty twelve. Um, yeah, just kind of generally overall, it's it is another exciting signing, and I think you know could be potentially my favourite one so far. 
Um, that I think this is the kind of guy that we were sort of crying out for um, last time, last season, when we needed that sort of steady influence at the back and we just didn't really have it. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping he can he can slot in there and be that kind of guy that we need. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. We've actually missed somebody like this for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he, he's not going to put up loads of points, but described as Malcolm Cameron as having the ability to play on special teams. As you said before, good, good skater, definitely not um, going to be messed about. And you know, I think I think he will be that guy that possibly goes under the radar a bit just because he's um he does simple things and defends well. I think he's probably the kind yeah. of guy that if you're a goaltender you want you want in the defence. Um and yeah, I think we have lacked this kind of guy for a, a couple of seasons. We mentioned um Nathan McKeever. Just a a steady influence, um, and eventually that sort of wins over the fans. And I think I think this will be this will be him. He, he sort of moved around a few different places last year. Didn't get settled. Um, so you know, coming from Austria, technically, uh, you know, top top player, and international experience as well. And you don't. You don't play for Finland at any age group without being a top player, I would say. So that's another point to note. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, really excited to see him. So we've got uh, Cody Saul and Miko Vainanen going into our defence alongside... Well, I was actually going to swap the order around there, but I'm going to stick to the order of the signing, so come back to that. Come back to that. Okay. Uh, we have signed another forward from a team that we just couldn't manage to beat ever in the past. So I think you'd said, if you can't beat them, sign them, or something to that effect. Uh, but we've brought in forward from Guildford, Jamie Crooks. Uh, and I think somebody with experience of the league is kind of invaluable. Not a big guy, but a, a top goal scorer. I think one of the many who joined the ranks has been a sniper in Malcolm Cameron's eyes, which is basically a, every forward we seem to have signed. Um, but his, his first year in, in Guildford, they maybe took a bit of time to adapt but last year 24 goals in 47 games believe it or not including a game in which he scored five against Cardiff and if you've watched if if you've watched his interview you might not you might not have picked that up because (laughs) uh, it it wasn't mentioned very much Uh, but no I I think a, a good player certainly knows where the net is and you know, amongst those those Guildford forwards last year, I did did remember them, and and they were a great a great bunch. So I'm not really disappointed that we've managed to get one. Yeah, it looks another 
uh, really good signing for us. Uh, another kind of hard-working type guy. Um, from what I can recall, he was very direct, um, quick again, sort of high energy. Um, like kind of the other forwards that we've that we've seen Malcolm Cameron bring in so far. Um, he's willing to help out on uh, on D. So um, I think you know that's kind of something else uh, that Malcolm Cameron's looked at and really kind of addressed. We've talked about. Miko Vinen at the back, but in terms of special teams, I feel like that's something that's kind of been lacking from us recently. And um, judging by the team that's been assembled, it looks um, like there's going to be a kind of focus on that, um, which is which is good to see as well. Uh, obviously, familiar to us through Guildford, um, yeah, and like like you'd said, that's a tweeted that out if you can't beat them then sign their players I think there was one there was one Cardiff fan who didn't really understand the, the concept of that tweet and he said that clan, clan were a bottom 7 team which in a 10 team league is you know mm, that's yeah. kind of where you'd expect us to be really it's a fourth pushing yeah, into that top half I didn't really get that one either, but hey, you know we'll we'll keep going about our merry way and pick up, I guess, one win a season at least against Cardiff. So we're guaranteed that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we can. That's our only come back to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think as well the someday I've seen somebody on Twitter say um, that we've already got a song ready made for him. It's the Brendan Brooks song. Mm, yeah, fits right in. Fits right in. Less, um, less verses to get through as well. Number nineteen, as opposed to number forty-nine. And you, you can see, like, you made a point about um, special teams, but we've definitely signed a lot of forwards who have scored plenty of goals now as as long as well actually I won't care that much we've said about just looking forward to seeing games again but if we're a team who goes out to beat opposition 10-9 every game rather than 1-0 then that'll be a bit of excitement but it's interesting when you think about those kind of signings alongside guys uh, well, alongside Malcolm Cameron's sort of philosophy that maybe we thought initially he's he's going to build a team that's hard to beat. Now, hard to beat to me doesn't come across as being filled with a load of goal-scoring forwards. Mm. But then, you know, he, he's got probably quite a lot of contacts and experience with these guys. He's not going to sign them if they won't fit in to his philosophy. And if that's that's the way we're going to try and maybe score a lot of goals then you know that's the sort of thing I, I want to see I, I would rather watch that yeah um, what's but, the what's the hockey version of Ange Ball it's um, Cameron Cameron Hawk, Hockey I don't know yeah Cam Hockey I'm not sure but he's he's scored a lot of goals Jamie Crooks 
uh, I had I think it'd be quite worthwhile to go back and and watch some of the Guildford highlights from behind the sofa, just to <laughs> to pick up pick up on him. Um, and actually, believe it or not, when I mentioned goal scoring, he actually scored five times against Cardiff in one game. I think it was last season. Uh, everything just went in. He, he was quite lucky, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, a good player. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think quite excited, and he seemed he seemed up for it. Seemed like a nice guy. So need a team of nice guys. Yeah, no, I know that's it. Another another great great addition, really. I think you know you'd. I don't really. I don't know. I don't see him as as much of a goal scorer as what people are kind of making out, but. I could be proved wrong by that. Yeah, you look at some of his his junior stats though, um, and he oh, did score. He junior. did score a, a lot of goals, but I suppose yeah. when you turn you turn pro and stuff, your your game and your role changes a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm kind of just going by what Malcolm Cameron said. So another small forward who scores a lot of goals. That's that's the model. I should have just told us that. I'm going to sign a massive D and a really small forward lineup. Score a lot of goals. Fine. I'm up for that. Yeah, uh, at least they can see from the bench uh, who should be playing where based on height. Exactly, yeah. That's that's the way to do it. I don't know why they bother with stats. Just go by height. <laughs> um, one guy, though, who is a defenseman but is not big is Reese Cochran and we've signed him from a I think well technically we've signed him from Sheffield Steel Dogs a, but I, I know him more as having played with Fife a couple of years ago so a bit of elite league experience a young Brit defenseman five foot eight so certainly not a big guy but 20 mm. years old so a lot of stuff to learn. Again, I'm kind of putting him in the Malcolm Cameron wants to bring him in and, and improve him. But one point I, I did I did notice was that when he was asked for his fun fact in his interview, he, he didn't come up with one. And that disappointed me because I can tell you exclusively that he is, in fact, the lightest player in the Elite League. Really? And why he didn't? Why he didn't tell anybody about that <laughs> uh, is is beyond me. I actually think, um, see if he did, if he didn't know who he'd signed, and you just started listening to the interview, I think you could convince people that we'd signed Gary Caldwell because <laughs> he sounds exactly like him. Um, I hope I hope he plays hockey. Better than Gary. I was going to say, better, yeah, definitely, yeah. In some um, situations, more yeah. managed. More managed, yeah, anything. certainly, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. You'd said we've kind of signed Reese Cochran from Steel Dogs. Um, we played a couple of seasons ago, and I think kind of work commitments meant they couldn't play last year. Um, I think it's a bit of a risk, to be honest. Um. It's also a bit of a surprise. Um, 
I was assuming uh, Liam Stenton would be the kind of go-to guy for that kind of position. Um, but as you said as well, we know we know Malcolm Cameron likes to work with the younger players, um, so it kind of remains to be seen if Liam Stenton will come in as well. But I can't, I can't see, I can't see there being two sort of young, small Scottish team in. No, I think you're right. Unless it's a a two-way deal, but I don't really know how that is going to work this year. Mm, I, I think I think if we did add another one, then we would be looking at seven defencemen. We're certainly not going to go into a season with four import defencemen, uh, Reese Cochran and Liam Stenton, for sure. Um, yeah. There's no way. I think that is, as you say, a risk. Yeah, he is. He is a risk because we've not seen, or I've certainly not seen too much of him. I think, obviously, the Fife fans' point of view um, is that he's another good prospect from the the Fife junior system, and they do produce good players there um, who just, they don't seem to really hold on to that well. In the past, we've we've taken guys, young guys like that, and it's not worked out well. Uh, but other times, like Stenton, for example, we have been quite impressed. I don't have enough on Cochrane to, to judge what he's going to be like. Um, I don't see him getting loads of minutes initially. But again, yeah. it really does depend on... It does depend on Malcolm Cameron if he if he trusts them and you know trusts their development, then maybe we will see a bit more of him. I thought Stenton at times, if you look at them in in comparison, I thought he did did quite well. So if we could, if we can get that sort of level from from uh, from Reese Cochran, then fine, I'm all for it. Uh, they're always kind of keen to improve. They're playing with guys who are definitely going to bring their game on but yeah that that risk factor is is an interesting one if he's part of a a six-man defense then you know you're, you're going to need to pair him with with somebody who can who can deal with it let's let's be honest because these guys everyone makes mistakes but these guys are are going to make mistakes and somebody who's that small and, and light is probably going to find it quite difficult to compete regularly you know with if you do give them that many minutes you know it's fine to to put them in for a a few shifts at the right time but there's going to be guys who forwards in the league who try and take advantage of that so it is a risk but I mean I'm all for giving him a chance and and seeing how he gets on oh yeah I mean he'll, he'll Certainly get a chance, um, and there is kind of that comparison with Liam Stinton, I think, because of his size as well. Um, you know, but we have had D men like uh, like Reese Cochran before, um, who have generally worked out pretty well. So, um, yeah, like he's got to be given a chance, um, and you know, if if Malcolm Cameron can get something out of him as you say then you know that's that's not going to suit us if he can be 
the player that Liam Stenton was in the kind of short time that he was with us, then uh, yeah, I think I think that would be that would be really good. I think. In a in a way, I kind of expected possibly not the team to be made up of guys like Reese Cochran, um, but as to maybe be in a position where we needed to rely on the young young players and not bring in quite as many decent looking imports, let's be honest, than we have. Yeah. So in a way to be able to talk about him like that maybe implies that we have brought in a, a higher standard of the team. And that he'll, it's it's unclear how he'll fit in. But w- one thing that possibly did uh, produce a bit of a red flag was that he took jersey number sixteen, which belonged to <laughs> the hero, the hero of old, Rasmus Bierum. Does that mean that we're not going to see Bierum? There's every chance, I guess, he could take another number. I don't know why I expected him to come back, because I'm sure he, he's got other other avenues to explore. But it does make you think that he might not be back right, this season. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the more it goes on, the the kind of the less convinced I am that he's coming back. I think um, he was obviously keen to come back. I think he, you know, he spoke about that before. Um, but it's just, you know, the the way things have worked out, he maybe just doesn't fit um the coach's style of play. I think, you know, he, he was he was that kind of that kind of skilled player that I don't think we've really seen um with regards to the recruitment so far. Um there's there's certainly you can tell there's there's certainly a a standard of, of player, um, a type of player that Malcolm Cameron's looking for, and I don't, I don't know that BM fits that. But having said that, you know we have only signed one uh, European player so far, so you know there is obviously there's still time, there's still space for him. Um, but yeah, I don't know, we'll see. But definitely like Cochrane coming in and taking the 16 jersey as well, it just. Yeah, it's not it's not a great look. <laughs> Get him sacked. <laughs> there, there's there's always room for Bierum. There's definitely always room for him. Uh, maybe he'll come and take another number. Who knows? But I guess no point in speculating until we know for sure what he's up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of brings us on to our last or our most recent signing who is a guy with a really uh, Glaswegian-sounding name, Guillaume Gauthier, who is a, a centre, five foot ten, Canadian, uh, with a, a very nice French accent. And it's actually his, it's going to be his first year professional, officially. Comes from McGill University, where he was Highly recommended and kind of linked to the club by clan legend Liam Healis, <laughs> uh, who, in all fairness, got a, a good reputation as as a decent coach and was also a, a very good player with Fife. So I think he kind of going by what um, Gautier said, 
got got him across to clan in a way and kind of connected with the league. So that's good. Another another player who's described as a goal scorer, a sniper by Malcolm Cameron. But interestingly himself, I said, oh, he looks like an Omar Pasha signing to you. Mm. But I'm going to have to take that back because he admitted himself, I'm not somebody who is going to blow you away with speed. Right. And uh, that said to me instantly, nah, he's not a Pasha signing. But <laughs> uh, certainly a goal scorer from, from his junior days. And obviously university seasons, they don't play quite as many games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, he, he does fit into this Cameron style, Cam Hockey. Uh, yeah. I think he'll be expected again to produce points like Every forward seems to be a goal scorer, as we've said. Um, and these first-year pro signings, I do like them. I think you always get somebody who's enthusiastic, seems really keen to get across and um, and play. So a, a feisty wee guy, I'm thinking, I'm expecting a feisty wee hard-working forward score a couple of goals. Um, I think he... Well, I mean, coming from, was it McGill's? Yeah. Uni? The, yeah, the buses. Or driving buses, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, uh, yeah, and then his name as well. It's just like a classic sort of French-Canadian hockey name. If I was to, if I was to pick a name for a French-Canadian hockey player, it would probably be that. Yeah. Um, he's five ten, so again he is a bit kind of smaller. Um, played one game I think in Orlando in twenty nineteen. Um, yeah. Didn't play last year. From his highlights, uh, I was drawn drawn in immediately. First clip that I've seen um, was a face off in the offensive zone. It breaks out to him at the blue line. And he sort of winds up to shoot and sort of fakes it and puts it through the D-man's legs and then skates around him and then absolutely rifles it in the net after that. So that's you. You're sold? I'm sold. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, kind of... He seems alert, although he's said that he wasn't um, particularly speedy. I think he's uh, sort of yeah. quick-thinking, good on the forecheck. Um Interesting that somebody would say that themselves, but yeah. you could say that you could say you're downplaying that. You know, he may say I'm not that fast, but we've seen a lot of slow players at Clan, so maybe for us, <laughs> he, he, he is going to be fast. It's no Jeff Smith, let's be honest. No, I think but yeah, um, I remember that bit of skill. That was impressive. We don't we, we don't see much of that. We need we need no. more of that. At Clan. I think. Yeah, it's a do, very, it's a very sort of, it's a a missed commodity since the likes of Mike Hammond. Yeah, you know, somebody that would would really have superb hands like that. Mm. We've had guys who are skillful, but if if he brings a bit of sort of showmanship like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, we do. We have kind of missed that as well. Um, actually, kind of watching his highlights. He, this, this is going to sound like a 
a bizarre comparison, but the way, just the kind of waves kind of present themselves on the ice and stuff like that, it, kind of, it, it did kind of remind me of Matt Keith a wee bit. And I know, I know Matt Keith's obviously a lot bigger, but just kind of from those clips, I don't know if it's just this kind of skating style maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's maybe similar to Matt Keith's, but he did kind of look um, as if he had that kind of presence in the ice, which, um, you know, that's says to me that he's going to be he's going to be quite impressive, I think. Yeah, and you don't, and <laughs> you always say this, but it is kind of true. Like you don't play at a a higher level university setup if you're not good, because the, oh, yeah. the amount of talent and stuff that they they've got to pick from, um, especially from you know, those kind of uh, regions and stuff in Canada. Uh, you only have to look at the uh, that pre-season game against uh, Manitoba. They're making more yeah, well, Exactly, exactly. Horses, yeah. Yeah, these these teams are, are top class. And I think he he mentioned as well in, in his interview talking about the, uh, well, he, he nicknamed it the Q, but the Quebec junior league basically um i think he said it was it was one of the sort of best kept secret leagues for talent and and top players which is true um and i think i'd said a number of times before we started bringing in guys if we are we're going to leagues like that and finding you know people who are inexperienced but top players looking to get started in the game then uh, I'm absolutely looking forward to that, and yeah. you know you you're almost guaranteed to get a good player. You just you just hope that they they adapt to elite league life. Yeah, because really. it, it is going to well, it's going to be different from from university hockey, you know, and. We have seen it players that have come over and you know they've they've done really well in the league. Um but you know, it must be a it must be a big step going from um you know, playing where you sort of grew up or kinda of near where you grew up to um, you know coming across the pond and, and playing here and it's um, you know, kinda of double the amount of games you would play at university, but also it's kind of like every every game matters in this league as well, which is kind of something that, yeah, um, you know, you kind of talked about Jimmy Crooks, you know, having that um, experience of the league and being able to pass that on uh, to guys like this. But yeah, it definitely, like, he seems very impressive anyway. Um, we'll see how he gets on. Yeah, and maybe maybe with with these sort of signings, you're you're thinking that they might stick around for a couple of years mm-hmm. and that perhaps after um, one season of of adapting whilst still getting decent production and stuff out of them, then you get an even even better guy for the next the next year. Um, I, I noticed that he played with another guy with a great name who actually played for Nottingham in the Elite Series last year. Uh, Dominic Talbot Tassi. <laughs> hey, he he played with them for a few years at McGill. Um, 
and he he did well in that elite series. I just sort of remember his name. Whether that's because he's got a cool name or not, I don't know. But yeah, uh, and I think I think they'll they'll transition fine. And uh, you know, we've we've had a couple of well, I'm saying a couple. Our last Guillaume was was Doucet, and he did he did pretty well. So if we can mm. get any of that, then let's do it. Yeah, I think I'm that. That's an interesting point as well. Like all these these guys all talk to each other and they all talk about the different leagues that they've played in and uh, you know, like all the guys that they know in the league and that kind of thing. So um I'm I'm saying that as if he's completely alien to this league, but um he will he will obviously know people and as you'd said, players that he's played with before as well. Yeah, and co- coaches do research and if, if you've got a player that's that's recommending somebody, for example, then they know they know that they can adapt and they've seen it and they've got the references and stuff. So Yeah. Really it's not whether they're they're ready for it, it's just whether they usually have it's almost luck sometimes that guys just struggle or guys do really well. So Yeah. Um I think, yeah. I think a good signing. So I mean that's that's nine forwards. Obviously, four defensemen. I think that that still means we've got another probably two or possibly three import defensemen to come in, depending how we're we're going to do that, and a and a couple of forwards. But generally, we've we've nearly we've nearly got a team, um, and I think as we've said, fairly impressed so far. If if that standard is is maintained, then we're we're going to compete, and that's really all you can ask for at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's been a strong, I was going to say a strong transfer window, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, it has been surprising. I think the the caliber of players that we're bringing in, um, there's a good mix there, um, from different backgrounds, and um, you know, they all kind of fit into Malcolm Cameron's style of hockey, I guess. So um yeah, it's just it's with each passing day it just gets more and more exciting. Yeah, only about two thousand days left until the fifth of November. <laughs> so or the fourth, isn't it? We're actually possibly away first. Which uh, makes make, makes for an interesting point because uh, the the fixtures the fixtures were announced. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we missed um, that. And actually, I've been saying the fifth of November. We don't play till the sixth. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it and it starts with um, kind of unsurprisingly, but good nonetheless with a a five game at home. Um, and then we travel uh, across to to Belfast. So a tricky, but um. Obviously, we'd, we'd have taken anyone um, excited to get get started, and I think that first game against Fife, assuming we can we can manage to get a full house there, will be will be a great atmosphere, and these guys will will really be impressed. I think with that, if they maybe think that Brayheads that sort of atmosphere every time, then they've they've made the right move. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think like the first. First game back, it'll be it'll be rocking. I'm 
I'm assuming it'll be a sellout. People have kind of people have missed it for for so long, and to get back that first game back is going to be going to be incredible. I think, and uh, yeah, I think the I think the players will will feed off that as well, um, and hopefully we can we can sort of start strong. Well, can I talk about it any other time anyway? But yeah, of course, yeah. They'll, they'll be then back down to earth with a four o'clock start in Belfast the next day. <laughs> so that, that'll be them fully used to league life by then. Um, but one one thing that I thought would be quite good soon is for a, a sort of Malcolm Cameron catch up interview mm. that the club could release. I know he, he's been given his his comments on each signing. But just uh, just generally, you know, just to get his thoughts on how stuff's shaping up, perhaps what his ideas are with, with some of the players um, and and what's still to come, I think that would be quite quite good. Whether we'll get that, I don't know, but um, just just a thought I had that would be would be useful to to give us a bit of an idea of how how things will shape up players aside. Yeah, no, it's it's a good point, uh, and it's kind of something that um, we've not really had. Um, yeah, we've had like the the signings, and they've been they've been coming through fairly quickly. But yeah, it would be good to get some some kind of more perspective um, from the head coach. Uh, I think that would be good um, for the fans as well. Uh, and we kind of talked about like positions that we that we still need and stuff like that, but. Um, but yeah, just kind of generally, it would, it would be good to hear from him anyway. I'm not really, I'm not keen on the on the six a.m. announcements. I have to say. No, it's uh, it, it was going to be my next point. Just the, the signing sort of process in general. Uh, six a.m. signings. Yeah, I don't really know. W- what are your thoughts on why? they do them first of all is it like a build up the excitement from the the day before but then if you're doing like a 7pm signing you've got that anyway throughout the day is it a Mm. um, in case they're really bad it gives us a couple hours till most people are awake and discover what we've done (laughs) (laughs) or is it you know what what is the why why <laughs> yeah i don't know i think um other teams do it as well don't they fife's done it for for quite a while i don't know if they've changed that recently yeah maybe sheffield as well now you say that um, early start but yeah i don't i don't know because i i preferred it before when you would have this sort of build up throughout the day and then the announcement would come in in the evening and you know that would get that would get you kind of excited um, that night and you start kind of researching the player and stuff like that. Six o'clock in the morning, I'm not doing that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I don't know if they're maybe... They must know fans complain about how many tweets are put out in a day for this, that, and the next thing. But yeah, if we're talking about, if we're talking about a new signing, though, that's the kind of stuff that you, that you want to see. Maybe, maybe people have said, I don't know, maybe, maybe the majority of fans, people can probably tell us if this is the case or just nonsense, but maybe people have said, 
I'd prefer you to announce them first thing mm. in the day so that I'm waking up to the news. It's just wouldn't be my personal preference, but I guess we're talk, we're kind of nitpicking with <laughs> yes. that sort of thing. I, th- I think the other part of it, the, the signing interviews, um, you know, Craig Anderson's pretty, um, you know, he's, he's, he's decent, he's, he's fine with the interviews. I think they become a bit stale depending on, you know, some of the guys are quite exciting and funny, but some of them, some of them aren't. I think one, my one thing to improve on them is, and I don't mind them asking questions like, what's your fun fact? But you need to give the guys a heads up that you're going to ask that so that you don't end up with <laughs> some player saying, I've not got any fun fact, or my fun fact is <laughs> I'm right-handed, or my fun fact is <laughs> yeah. like, no, nah, I just made that. No, I know. I, just... I made that up, or I've got black skates. You know, if if somebody's going to ask me a fun fact, then I, I need a wee bit of time to come up with something. Yeah, Not because I'm making up, but because I can see like I don't know. Spot. Maybe he's putting them on the spot. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of that. Um, but yeah, you can kind of see the other side of the coin as well, where you do have um, players like Reese Cochran, I think, then really say anything and he's probably thinking like 10 minutes after the calls ended and he's like oh could I said that or yeah yeah so yeah but before to be fair before there's been times where we've not had any interviews and they are sort of timed to go exactly with the signing and so that's quite nice you know a lot of the clubs don't actually have that level of content so no real complaints about that but that would be my one improvement. I think it was funny. You yeah. get some some quite good bits in them, obviously. Uh, Nolan Laporte, I think it was, who said he didn't like Brendan Connolly. That's that's the kind of insight you want more of. And you want to know exactly why. I'm probing that. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that kind of took me, I think it took a few people by surprise. Because um, I think... Craig Anderson was was thinking that he'd played with with Connolly last season, uh, and I think Connolly had left to go and play in the Elite Series. By the point Laporte joined that club, so yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was quite funny. Um, sets it up nicely, makes for a wee a wee tasty battle. Yeah, it does. Season. It does. It. It didn't surprise me that. He said Andrew Lord was a good coach, or the Cardiff guys were decent. But when he mentioned Connolly, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping Connolly knows that, and uh, you know we get a wee bit of. We knew that obviously when Connolly was here, very good player, top player, nightmare to play against. But you can see probably why he's he's disliked. So yeah, a, a bit surprising that he mentioned it. I think that was the main thing. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he could have just said, no, I didn't play with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, maybe more of that. We should be asking more of that. Never yeah. mind a fun fact. It should be who who are you least, <laughs> who do you, do you, do you dislike most, most yeah, in, in the league? league. Yeah. yeah. Teammate, teammate or, <laughs> or opposition, that's, that's what it should be asked. Christ. 
<laughs> yeah, some good answers there. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Um, but I think uh, across the board, obviously a lot of signings starting to be made. Some funny stories as well coming from that with uh, two... two uh, Two main points that you'd noted Coventry with their excellent social media and they've, they've done that for a while they've been quite good with videos and posts and things they seem to be switched on and then you've got the other side with Manchester who are announcing signings with the wrong image uh, which is something I've kinda, I'm kind of surprised we've not done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an image of Jordan Smotherman mm-hmm. for the signing of uh, Curtis Hamilton, and that's that's pretty basic, really. Yeah, I think uh, Smotherman picked up on it as well. I think because he he was. Oh, I think you know, kind of fans were kind of asking, um, oh, you've said it's Curtis Hamilton, but the picture shows Jordan Smotherman. So, what player is it that we've signed? To? I think. Um. But yeah, it was just all kind of light-hearted stuff, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just really funny and kind of what you would you would have expected from uh, stuff to happen in the league. I think in general, um, I thought we'd kind of moved on from it, but it's still it's still here. Yeah, I think actually Ryan Finnerty had quoted it in a sort of joking way as well. Um, so a, a bit of a mishap, but either way, I think I think if they'd have got Smotherman, they'd have been happy anyway. So it's not it could it could be like yeah. um, us signing uh, Lee Bolden or Jeff Smith and announcing it with a picture of Connor McDavid. Is that 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 would be the worst <laughs> the worst way to do it, you know? <laughs> um, but. Nah, a wee bit of fun, but yeah, Co- Coventry stuff's good as well, isn't it? The the stuff they come out with. Yeah, that that video was that video was really good. The Elite League rumours page, and it being Simsy that was behind it. Yeah, is it has any of that actually been um been proven? <laughs> I'm not sure. I've not uh, I've not followed up. I don't think so. Nah, I, don't, I can I'd... confirm it's it's not me. That's for sure. Well, it's not me. No, I don't have enough. I don't have enough knowledge for that, so we can rule that out straight away. But we don't uh, have enough knowledge, but also we we both know how to spell the word rumor. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's R. Nah, I'm not even. I said uh, that was almost like um, that time on uh, on Twitter. Some did. Oh yeah, like yeah, slagging yeah. Charlie Adam. And saying that he couldn't count to ten, and then actually replied. Yeah, with the numbers. With the numbers, yeah, was, that was funny. I know, superb. Um, other teams doing some business, kind of surprisingly, uh, or not, given how little time they've got left. But Five basically had a full team to sign, um, and I've I've now started to do it. I think the. The most notable of those was bringing back Shane Owen, who, as we know from experience, is a top goaltender, especially in this league. Um, and he's going to be he's going to be a a pain in the arse again, to be honest. 
a handful. Yeah. You I look think at, it's, um, you look at his elite league stats. Yeah. Um, Belfast last year, get that move. Um, 0.917 and 2.39 goals against. Um, and then Fife before that, 0.912. So a, a really good goaltender. And again, we've talked a lot about goaltenders. Hopefully we've got a good one this time. But um, that's that's the sort of backbone of building a good team. Yeah, it's. Um, I was in a way surprised, given that he'd, he's had two previous spells there and left. Um, obviously, I mean, you don't really know the kind of ins and outs of it, what goes on behind the scenes, sort of thing. But um, that's a real, that's a real coup for for Flyers to get to get him back, um, given how how well he he played in Belfast as well, and then. Played with Coventry in the Elite Series again, save percentage um, 0.912 there. So he's always kind of run about that level, um, certainly above the above the 90%, which is um, you know what, that's kind of what you what you want really from a from a goaltender. Um, you can sort of start to build your team from that. Um, so yeah, really really impress kind of impressive that the have managed to get a hold of him again. Yeah, and, and being able to sign um, English cricket's leading wicket taker James Anderson as well. You know that <laughs> they know you know he's going to get you a few goals. Um, but actually, actually, they've they've brought in a, a couple of younger forwards as well, um, and uh, a, a Swedish defenseman so far. So starting to really ramp up a bit hopefully don't sign that good a team so that when the the 6th of november comes it's it's a it's a happy day for us um but again another goaltender that's kind of linked to fife but uh, adam morrison moved to dundee from fife again he was he was good from from my memory and you look at the stats as well i think that's a good signing for pasha and dundee um, especially with that sort of model that that they have, uh, you know, with quite a lot of inexperienced players at times, to have a, a goaltender behind them like that, um, I think he'll do well there. Yeah, I agree. He's kind of like in the same kind of mould as Shane Owen, you know, a, a similar save percentage with Fife two seasons ago. Um, didn't play last year. Um, but has that kind of extensive kind of CV, I guess, of like the East Coast League he's played um, or has, has been with um, American League teams as well. Um, so he has that, like, another kind of high high standard in that mind. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we've come to expect from, from Dundee and Fife. You know, they kind of do well to, to find these guys and... Uh, and managed to, to sign them. He's quite big as well. He's six three, which is um I don't remember him being as as big as that. Um but you know a, a, it's a fair fair size for a for a netminder. Um but yeah just a, an, another sort of quality quality signing in the league. Yeah and they, and they've got a fairly fairly young defence um Dryden Dow who's probably you know, been their top defenseman for for a while now. 
knows knows the league, but again the the Scottish guys and um, a couple of slightly younger, possibly you could say, um, players in there with not as much uh, experience. He'll be he'll be good for them. So, um, you know that Dundee are always going to be be a tricky team, and that just kind of kind of adds to it. They always get a pretty decent goaltender, to be honest. Um, elsewhere, other other big moves. I did note that. Ben O'Connor going to Cardiff, uh, a big pickup for them. Um, you know, you know what he's he's going to give you the Cardiff looking strong as they always do, but uh, he's going to be he's going to be pretty pretty dangerous in that team. Yeah, we kind of heard that he wasn't going back to Sheffield, and then you know you kind of wondered where he would end up and. I think Cardiff was the was the logical move. Um, I think it works out for both parties. He's, you know, uh, um, an excellent uh, GB player, which you know kind of fills that that quota for them as well. Um, but you know, he is he is up there with the kind of the better players in the league. So, um, yeah, definitely a another strong signing for Cardiff. Expect them to be. Um, I expect them to have a really good team again this year. Talking about um, defencemen, a guy that I noted, just sort of looking through the list for highlights, Sheffield signed a, a guy called um, Keaton Ellerby. Yeah. Who is or has been for years a, an NHL player. And only recently sort of dropped down to a, a slightly more um, elite league standard, although still, you know, I, I think he's going to be he's going to be very good, six foot five as well. Um, you look at you look at that experience that he's got to be able to to attract somebody like that. Obviously, we know they're they're able to to pay some some good wages, but I think he's going to be a, a great signing for for them and I guess the league. Not that I want them to do well, but no, but you're going to notice good. him. Yeah, it's good that they can they can attract players like that to the league still. Um, and it can uh, something that we that we talked about before, but players with a blurb, early prospects, not. Not seen that for a while, um, so you know what you're getting. Sign if I get one that. Yeah, uh huh. Um, drafted tenth overall in the 2007 NHL draft. Um, so again, yeah. that that says a lot. Yeah, that says a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know he's he's had his he's had his time in the NHL, and as you said, kind of been about the leagues, played KHL. Played in Finland, Sweden, Germany. So, yeah, I, I expect him to be um, a top-notch, top-notch player. Completely agree. Um, just having a another look through, but I think uh, we could talk. We could talk at length for for loads of them. But uh, yeah, those guys and 
I think the main thing is is our team. Let's be honest. We're building what looks to be looks to be a, a strong and hungry, I would say, tiny team. <laughs> <laughs> tiny up front, but huge at the back. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's exciting. I don't really care who any of Delft signs. Let's be honest. It's, as long as we as long as we go out there and win every game, then. That's all that we're. That's all that we're here for. I'm just, yeah, I'm just delighted that we've got a team, um, and we can start to look kind of forward to it again. Um, there's, yeah, I kind of another few signings, uh, kind of in the league as well that I would pick up on. Just we can just quite like over them, but like, um, Nathaniel Halbert for Coventry. I'm not quite worked out if he is an import or if he's uh, a Brit player. He's got that sort of dual nationality. He was born born in Nottingham. So that, that that's quite interesting. Played he's played seven uh, American League games. Um also came out of uh, McGill University as well so um, that's an interesting pick up that one. Yeah, um, and and would have played alongside uh, our pal Guillaume, Guillaume Gauthier. Yeah, of course. I, at the same yeah. time, yeah. Um, uh, Dave Bro back at Coventry. We know all about him. Yeah, yeah, he's done really well there, actually. Yeah, he has. Um, big guy as well. Shout mm. out to Levi Cable. Uh, is an excellent name. Yeah, and such a such a Guilford name that I don't know why I say that, but it just is. Yeah, it's gonna cause us problems. Yes, yeah, just because he's signing for them, he's instantly guaranteed <laughs> a few goals against us. So enjoy yourself, Levi. Uh, Paul Swindlehurst. Uh, Unknown who he's going to, but he definitely is leaving Coventry, which is interesting. Not sure where he'll end up. Obviously. I saw some some Fife Fife Flyers rumours with him. Mm, okay, could be that then. Could be that. Uh, Liam Morgan signing for for Manchester from. Well, technically, didn't play last year, but um, played with Belfast the season before. I think he was he looked really quick. I seem to remember. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, that was his um, his first professional season, wasn't it, with Belfast? He yeah. was a good player, so that's a good um, that's a good signing from Manchester, actually. Yeah, it is definitely. Uh, and just kind of finally, Brody Dupont, Cardiff again fits the mould of a, a Cardiff type of signing. Um, 34 years old Czech I mean he, he isn't Czech I'm I'm checking a list of things off yes yeah, yeah. got you got you yeah okay 34 uh, years old Canadian Canadian Czech Czech yeah uh, American Hockey League season after season decent point production Czech 
uh, has played at least two seasons in Germany, the top flight Czech. Mm-hmm. Has if been a, has been a, a captain. Has been a captain, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, you are right. That's a that's a very that's a very Cardiff signing. Um mm. and has more than six feet of height. Check. Check. <laughs> good good player. Yeah, that's that's a decent spot. Um it look it looks like they're gonna be as they always kind of are, but they're gonna be the ones to beat. Um Although if Sheffield keep bringing in more LRBs, then mm, yeah, uh, they're they're definitely going to compete. But Cardiff again, they just they just know they just know how to do it, and they've obviously got the funds to back it up. So they'll be the ones to beat. But they're the teams that you want to play against. I look forward to it. Yeah, definitely. You know, we're going to come in and just. Absolutely grind them down. Win one nil with a last minute goal. Cam hockey. That's, that's Cam hockey. Like. Yeah, that yeah. is it. But yeah, so um, not not too many signings still to go. I think once we we get the next few, we'll obviously record again, and then I think we'll we'll look to put together some kind of full team review and possibly depending on. The state of the other teams, a bit of a, a bit of a preview, albeit we are not going to be be starting at the same time as the other teams. But I think it's always good to do that, and sort of do our pre-season prediction scores, which never have got any relation to what actually happens. But it's a good laugh, so I, I think we'll do that. Yeah, it sounds good. It's always it's always something that you can look forward to as well, sort of previewing the season and. Yeah, although we're not playing uh, when the other teams are playing, but it's it's good to have that, and uh, you know, it gives us something to look to look forward to, I guess, when uh, when the team comes for for Clan to hit the ice. Yeah, in a way, when the other teams are playing, it will sort of build up the excitement, and actually, kind of yeah. trying to put a bit of a positive spin on it. But will it help us, and that we'll be able to do, or Malcolm Cameron will be able to do possibly more detailed opposition analysis than you would previously because you hadn't you know you you've got your own team in and you've got uh, you got to deal with them but possibly if you're not on the ice yet then it, it gives us a, an advantage of maybe less games played in the legs that could work both ways but but more preparation time who knows we'll find out yeah so that's a good point actually um is something that he'll obviously look at as well. Uh, so I'm hoping it works in our favour. Yep, absolutely agreed. Um, I think thanks to everyone, obviously, who's interacted with us. And if if anybody is still listening by this point, as we always say, let, let us know. Um, but we'll be back soon, I think, won't we, with, with our next updates as they come in. Um, but yeah, buzzing, looking forward to it. Absolutely, yeah. Can't wait. Yep. Uh, so we'll we'll end it there for now. We'll end the suffering. Um, so cheers for for everyone turning up. And next time, be one closer to the century and 
a few days closer to some live hockey. So let's bring it on and catch you next time, folks.